What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. World World by H.G. Wells. Chapter 17, The Thunder Child. Had the Martians aimed only at destruction, they might on Monday have annihilated the entire population of London as it spread itself slowly through the home counties, not only along the road through Bonnet, but also through Edgware and Wilkham Abbey, along the roads eastward to South End, Shubriness, and south of the Thames, the deal and um, broadstairs poured the same frantic route. One could have hung a June morning in a balloon, a blazing blue above London, every northward and eastward road running out to the triangled maze of streets with a scene stippled black, the streaming fig- fugitives, each dot a human agony, a terror of physical distress. I set forth at length. In the last chapter of my brother's account of the road through Chipping Barton, in order that my readers may realise how the swarming of black dots appeared in one those concerned. Never from the history of the world, such a mass of human beings moved and suffered together. There were the hosts of Goths and Huns, the hugest army Asia had ever seen, would have been but a drop in that current. This is no discipline march, it's a stampede. Stampede gigantic and terrible. Without order, without gong. Six million people unarmed and provisionized, driving headlong, is beginning of the route of civilization. Massacre of mankind. Directly below the blueness, we have seen a network of streets far and wide. Houses, churches, squares, crescents, gardens, already derelict, spread out like a huge map, the southward blotted. A healing which when Wimbledon, it would have seemed as if some monstrous pen had flung ink upon the chart, suddenly increasingly, each black splash grew and spread, shouting out, remarkations this way, and that now banking itself against rising ground and pouring swiftly over crescent to new found valley, exactly as the grout of ink would spread itself on blotting paper. Beyond other blue hills that rise southward of the river, the glittering marshes went to and fro calmly, methodically, spreading their poisonous cloud over this patch of country, and then over that laying it again with their stream jets when it had served its purpose, taking possession of a conquered country. 
people to go to country, country, country. They do not. They do not seem to have aimed at extermination so much. Complete demoralization, destruction of any opposition. They exploded any stores of power they came upon. Cut every telegraph and wrecked the railways. Here and there, they were hamstring in mankind. It seemed in no hurry to extend the field. Preparations did not come beyond the central part of London all that day. Is it possible? A very considerable number of people in London stuck to their houses through Monday morning. Certain is that many died at home suffocated by the black smoke. To that midday, the poor of London was an astonishing stream. Steamboats and shipping of all sorts lay there, tempered with enormous sums of money offered by fugitives. It is said that many who swam out these vessels were thrust off their boat hooks and drowned. About one o'clock in the afternoon, feeling women of the clouds, a black vapour appeared between the arches Blackfriars Bridge, and that at Paul became a scene of mad confusion, fighting collision. For some time, a multitude of boats and barges jammed in the northern arch of Tower Bridge. The sailors, lightermen, had to fight savagely against people who swarmed upon them from the riverfront. People actually clambering down the piers of the bridge above. An hour later, the Martian appeared below, beyond the tower clock, clock tower, waded down the river. Nothing but wreckage floated above the limehouse. The falling of the fifth cylinder. I proceeded to tell the sixth star fell at Wimbledon. However, keeping watch beside a woman in Chassay, Meadows saw the green flash for it far beyond the hills. A Tuesday little party still set upon getting across the sea, made way through the swarming country towards Colchester. The news that marshes were now in possession of the whole London was confirmed. The scene Highgate, even, he said at Neverstein, but he did not come. Till my brother's you until tomorrow. That day the scattered multitudes began to realise there was a need for provisions. They grew hungry, the rights of the property ceased to be regarded. Farmers were out to defend their cattle sheds, granaries and ripening root crops with arms in their hands. Some people like now like my brother had their faces eastward. There are some desperate souls even going back towards London to get food. They were chiefly people from the northern suburbs, whose knowledge of black smoke came by hearsay. He heard that half of members of government had scattered at Birmingham, enormous qualities of high spurses being prepared to use in automated mines across the Midland counties. He was also told the Midland Railway Company, a place of desertion, midday first day panic, and resumed traffic. Was running northward trains from St Albans to relieve the congestion of the Helm counties. The service placard in Chipping Ongar announcing large store of flour available in northern towns within 24 hours bread would be distributed among the starving people neighbourhood. The insurgents did not deter him. The plan escaped his formed. Free pressed eastward all day and heard no more of the bread distribution than his promise. Nor, as a matter of fact, did anyone else hear more of it. And eight fell on the seventh star, falling upon Primsdale Hill. Fell where Miss Everson was watching, for she was took duty alternately for her brother. She saw it. On Wednesday, the three figures they had passed the night in the field of unripe wheat 
reached Shelford, and there were a body of inhabitants calling itself a committee of public supply. Seized upon his provisions, would give nothing in exchange for it, but a promise of its share for a share in the next day of it next day. Here there were rumours of masters at Epping, and news of destruction of Wilburn Abbey, Padder Hills, a vain attempt to blow up one of the Vedas. People watching for Martians, lucky for Martians here from the towers, although it was very lucky for him, the chance preferred to push on at once to the coast rather than wait for food, although all three of them were very hungry. Every day they passed through Tillingdon, which, strange enough, seemed to be quite silent, deserted, some, save for a few furtive plunderers, hunting for food. The attendant, they suddenly came in sight of sea, that's amazing crown shipping of all sorts that is. Possible to imagine. But after the sailors could no longer come up the Thames, they came up, up to the six coasts of Hailwich, Walton, and Clacton, and east afterwards to Fowness and Shrewbury, to bring off the people. They lay in a honeysuckle shaped curve that's vanished in mist at last towards the knees and knees, close in shore with a multitude of fishing for snacks. English, Scotch, French, Dutch, and Swedish steam launches from the Thames, yachts, electric boats, beyond these ships a larger burden and multitude of filthy colourers, trim merchantmen, cattle ship, passenger boats, petroleum tanks, ocean tramps, and old white transport near white, near, even white, near white, neat white, with grey land liners from Southampton, Hamburg. Along the blue coast across the black water, by a rubber could make out dimly a dense swarm of boats chaffering from people on the beach had swarm, which they were standing up the black water about to Moulton, almost to Moulton. After a couple of hour miles out lay an ironclad, very low in the water, almost my brother's perception, like a waterlogged ship. This is the ram, Thunderchild. It's only warship in sight, but far away in the right over the smooth surface of the sea. For day here, there was a third calm. There is suddenly black smoke to mark the next ironclads of the Channel Fleet, which hovered in a extended line, steam up at a woody fraction, across the Thames Estuary, during the course of Martian conquest, vigilant and yet powerless to vent it. The sight of the sea Miss Everstone, in spite of assurances for her sister-in-law, gave way to panic. She had never been out of England before. She rather died and trust herself friendless to a foreign country. So forth, she seemed poor woman to imagine the French and the Martins might prove very similar. She had been growing increasingly hysterical, fearful, distressed during the two days of earnings. Her great idea was to return to Stanmore. Things had always been well and safe at Stanmore. They find George at Stanmore. It's all the greatest difficulty they could get her down to the beach. But presently, her brother succeeded in attracting attention of some men on a paddle steamer. In the terms, they sent a boat and drove a bargain for £36 for free. The team was going, these men said to Alston. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. But at two o'clock when my brother had paid their fares at gangway, found himself safely aboard a steamboat with his charges, his food aboard, the better to store the prices. Feeling them afraid to eat a meal on one of the seats forward. There were already a couple of score passes aboard, some of whom had steadied their last money securing the passage, but kept to lay off that water until five in the afternoon, picking up passes until the seated decks were even danger were even dangerously crowded. He would probably have remained longer, had not been for the sound of guns with Gan around his south, as if in answer to the clans he would fire a small gun and hoist a string of flags, a jet of smoke sprung out of her funnels. President passengers were opinion this firing came from Shubaness. Two was noticed it was growing louder. At the same time far away the southeast, the mast and upper works of three ironclads rose, one after the other, out of the sea, beneath clouds of black smoke. My brother's attention speedily reverted to a distant firing in the south. In fact, he saw a column of smoke rising out of the distant rains. The steamer was already flapping away eastward. The big crescent shipping now low east coast, Essex coast, glowing blue and hazy. Martian appeared small and faint in remote distance, advancing along the muddy coast for the direction of Farnes. That captain. The bridge swore at Toby voice with fear and anger. His own delay paddles seemed infected with terror, and he saw a ball stood at the bulkwoods. All the seats of the seamen stared at the distant shape, higher than trees of church way the towers inland, advancing with legendary paranoid of a human stride. It was the first Martian my brother seen. He stood more afraid, amazed and terrified, watching his titan, glancing deliberately towards the shipping, wading further, further into the water as the coast fell away. Then far away beyond the crouch came another, striding another, some studied trees, and yet another, still further off, wading deeply first shiny mudfit, and seeing the hang halfway up between the sky, sea and sky, they were all stalking seaward, so to set the escape of the moltrous vessels. They crowded between Fannis and these. Despite the following insertions of engines, they were paddled. A pouring foam of her wheels flung right between, between, behind her. He seeded from terrifying slowness with his ominous advance. Glancing northward, westward, I ever saw the large crescent shipping, almost waving with approaching terror. The ship passed me behind another, another coming round from bullside at the even end on. Ships, steamships whistling, came to get off, burning to steam, sails being cut, let out, launches rushing hither and thither. He was so fascinated by this, by creeping danger away, 
To the left, they hear no eyes for anything seaward. They end the swift movement of the sea steamboat. She has suddenly come round to avoid being run down. Dunging headlong from the seat upon which he was standing, the elders shouting all about him, trampling feet a cheer that seemed to be answered faintly. The steamboat lurched and rolled him over upon his hands. As he sprang to his feet, he saw to starboard, but not a hundred yards from the there leading, leading Healing pitching boat, a vast iron bolt like the splayed of ploughs tearing through the water, tossing it on either side of huge waves of foam, leaped towards the seamer, flinging her paddles hopelessly in the air and stacking, stacking the deck down almost uh, to the waterline. Douche of spray blinded my brother for a moment, then his eyes were clear again, as he saw a monster pass with rushing landward. Big iron upwards rose out of this headlong structure. From that tin funnels projected, spattered blasting, smoking blast shot with fire is the pedo ram. Found a child steaming headlong, coming to rescue for the threatening, for threatened shipping. Keeping his footing on the heavy heaving deck. By clutching the boat was my brother looked to get past this charging the Fiend, Fiend and the Martians again. He saw the three of them now close together, standing so far out to sea, the trapper's supports were almost entirely submerged. Thus, Duncan, again seen in remote perspective, he appeared less vulnerable than the huge iron bulk in those wake the steamer was pitching so helplessly. It would seem that regarding his new antagonist was with astonishment. To the attendants, it may be the giant, to even much such other as themselves, as the thunder child, had a gun, but since he drove full speed towards them, it's probably not, not her not firing that enabled her to get so near the enemy as he did. They did not know what to make of her. One shell, they would have sent her to the bottom for with heat ray, with steam in its pace, at such pace that a minute she seemed halfway between the steamboat and the marshes, losing black bulk against receding horizontal spans of the Essex coast. Suddenly the foremost Martian lowered his tube, discharged a canister of black gas and ironclad. It hit her larboard side, glanced off in a dinky jet, and rolled back row away to seaward, unfolded torrent black smoke, from which her cloud drove clear. To watches from the steamer low in the water, with the sun in their eyes, it seemed as though she was already among the Martians. They saw gaunt figures separating, rising in order. They retreated shoreward, and one of them raised a camera-like generator of the heat ray. He held it, pointing obliquely downward. A bank of steam sprang from the water as it touched. Its touch it must have driven through the iron. The ship's side, white hot iron rod through paper. It must have driven through the iron of the ship's side like a white hot rod through paper. A flicker of flame went up through the rising steam. Then the Martians reeled and staggered. In a moment he was cut down. Great body water and steam shot high in the air. The guns of thunderbolts standed through the reek. Going on one after the other, one shot splashed, the other high, close by the steamer ricocheted towards the other ships to the north and smashed to sm- a smack to merch wood. But no one heeded that very much at sight. The merchant collapsed, the captain of the bridge yelled inarticulately, nor the crowning pressures of the steamers stern and shuddered altogether. 
Then they yelled again for surging out beyond the white tummet. Joe sank long and black, the flames steaming from his middle parts of ventilators, fannels, spanning fire. She was still alive. She was alive still. And in steering gear, it seems with intact the engine working. She headed straight for the second Martian. It was within a hundred yards of him that the heat rate came to fair. There was a silent thud, thud, a blinding flash of decks for funnels. Leap upward, the Martian staggered with violence of, a, of explosion. In another moment, flame and wreckage still driving forward. The impetus of its pace that struck him and crumbled him up a thing of cardboard. Her rubber shattered involuntarily, a bumbling, burbling tumult. The steam hid everything, hid everything again. Two yelled the captain. Everybody was shouting. The whole steam ahead and in ring. Bang with the frantic ring. And was taken up first by one, then by all the crowding multitude of ships and boats that were diving out to sea. The steam was hung upon the water for many minutes, hiding the third motion, the coast altogether, and all the time the boat was paddling steadily and sea away from the flight. When at last the confusion cleared, a banking draught of bank of the black vapour intervened, and nothing of the thunder trail could be made of. Nor could the third motion be seen, being close to the southward, seaward, and now quite close to staying in to all in towards shore past the steamboat. The little vessel continued to beat its way seaward, and then clutched the sea slowly towards the coast, which was hidden to still by a marble bank of vapour, part steam, part black gas, eddling, and combining in a strange way, as fleet of refugees flattering to northwest, several smacks was sailing between the ironclads and the steamboat. At the time before they reached the sinking cloud bank, watch it turn northward, and then abruptly went about and passed into the fecking haze and evening southward. The grass coast grew faint, and at last seemed to shingle mid. The low banks of clouds that were gathering about the sinking sun. And suddenly out the golden haze of sunset came a vibration of guns, foam black shadows moving. Everyone struggled to rail. A seaman peered into the blinding furnace of the waste, but nothing was to be just Distinguished clearly, a mass of smoke rose, slanting and barred face of the sun. Seaboat throbbed on its way through to inimitable suspense. The sun sank into grey clouds. The sky flashed and darkened. The evening star trembled into sight. It was deep twilight when the captain cried out and pointed. Everyone strained his eyes. Something rushed up in the sky at the greyness. Rushed slightly upward and very swiftly into luminous clearness. Above the clouds of the western sky, something flat and broad and very large swept around in a vast curve, grew smaller, grew sank slowly, and vanished again into the grey mystery of the night. As it flew, it rained down darkness upon the land. <laughs>